Heads up, this episode contains heavy content. If you're not ready for that, pause here and take a break now. You're listening from the Wallflowers, and I'm your host, Jasmine. Folks, here comes to our final episode, and thanks for joining us along the way. So, getting back to the drawing board, what is mental health? I asked this question to a psychologist who is also a mental health first aid trainer, Henry Chan, and here's his answer. So, mental health is a spectrum or a continuum. So it moves, when you think about it, dots along a line or, or an area. It's not just either you have a good mental health or bad mental health. It's, it's more about moving along these areas. You can swap between it. Uh, you can move along these areas across um, in terms of time, in terms of incidents or life events. For the past 18 episodes, we documented first-hand stories in the mental health world, how they felt, how they struggled, and how they survived. But this podcast isn't just about the voices from them, but also the people who want to make a more accommodating world. And there's one story that I yet to tell you guys. My story of being a wallflower. I'm Jasmine, a honky, a daughter, a sister, and a final year journalism student. Just like other typical girls in my generation, I have active accounts on Facebook and Instagram. I pay attention to how people react on my photographs, react on my action, react on my behavior. I use filters to decorate my flaws and I post stories to publish my image. I'm also a backpacker, sailor, and thinker in my spare time. My family is proud of my academic achievements, and my friends, they all love my positivity, my vibe, my energy. In other words, the radiant smile that's always on my face. But all of these are just on the surface of who I am. In the year 2017, I encountered my dad's sudden stroke. At the hospital, while the air was filled with heavy breaths and salt, people cried around, talk about what they should do and what were their worries. I was laughing uncontrollably in the hallway. I was anxious to display my negativity to anyone because I didn't want to burden them. Everyone already had their own business to deal with. When I proceeded to my overseas exchange programs and world adventures, things escalated later on. With the efforts of the paramedics, now I have a few labels on my shirt, anxiety, clinical depression, suicide, post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, borderline personality disorder, BPD, bipolar disorder, and the latest one, dissociation. But I didn't let mental health issues kill me. 
I will find a way to cope with it. Or I don't have to cope with it, just live with it. So I embarked on a world journey in search of the formula of happiness. From Washington, D.C. to San Francisco. From Siberia to Helsinki. From Melbourne to Christmas Island. And lately, from Urumqi to Shimkent. I elbow away in the darkness and find my true self finally when I embrace different personal stories. I want somebody out there who may be struggling with similar stories can notice that you're not alone. At my darkest hours, I refuse to talk and socialize. I rejected every gathering opportunity and resorted to silence. I fell in love wandering on the streets on my own, walking for hours and hours with my earphones on. Then one day, I sketched on a random paper on my train ride and came up with the idea of creating a podcast, a medium where you don't need to stop the things you're physically doing. A shelter for the ones who share their fights with, and a safe harbor for everyone to care about each other. And now you're listening from the Wallflowers, a Hong Kong-based podcast series about mental health. The show has been aired for 15 weeks, and the most frequent question I received is, "How do you come up with the podcast title?" Here's the answer. I first knew the W word from the book "The Perks of Being a Wallflower," written by an American writer. Stefan Trubosky. It's a story about a kid who suffers from clinical depression and his journey in venturing the uncharted waters of being a freshman at uni. I was, and I still am, fond of this book, and of course, now being reflected on my first podcast series I've ever produced, from the Wallflowers. I feel like Wallflower, the exact wording, who explains people like me. We may not engage in dialogues, and most of the times we just observe the corners. A bystander, you may say, but at least we have our own values, and we're beautiful too. On our last episode, we leave you a compilation of self-help advice from our wallflowers, and also tips for those who want to help them too. I used to hide myself. I told myself from time to time that I needed to conceal my real identity. I would be afraid of dating or kissing my girlfriend in public. I was so wary of everything I did, as if somebody was monitoring after me. My fear begins to disappear when I tell my close circle that I'm bisexual. I'm not saying that I'm proud of coming out, but at least I'm happy to be myself. When people love you, and when people Really want to understand you, and they can understand you, no matter how bad you are, no matter how how dark you are. So when someone talk about things, you think about solutions, you think about facts, how we're gonna help them. But the thing is, 
oftentimes that what they need the most is the emotional support, being able to be by their side, um, being able to be really, really paying attention to what they said is the most important thing rather than giving them the solutions because they, they have been thinking about it for a really long time. That is a reminder. If you never die, you didn't have to rush to do the things you want. You can't tell when you will die. Death, as a reminder, alerts you to do the things you want now. Your life matters not only yourself, but also the people around you. I think life has too many uncertainties and varieties, and it's actually not very reliable to depend on other people. So what I deal with this, I come up with things that I call like comfort food and comfort things. All this suicidal attempt is an act of recklessness. If you wait for another five minutes, the results may be already very different. Remember that suicide is not your own decision. It's an uncontrollable impulse that can pass. Think the best side, because you know, things there's many angles you look into things. And anything that you could not solve it, it may solve by tomorrow. I think I have a lot of flaws, but this flaw sort of defines who I am, makes me a real person. I cannot tell you that I'm fully recovered from mental health disorders now, but I know I'm working on that. For every dark moment, I can still trace them in details in my mind, and at some nights, the pain is intolerable. But what I learned in these two years and the stories that I gained from the wolf Taoist here is that you're smarter than you think, and you're stronger than you seem, and above all, you're braver. A new belief. If you have been affected by anything we talked about, please call the Samaritans at 289640. That's a Hong Kong number. And you can also go to their website at samaritans.org or just talk to your friends, family, or doctors. Trust me, they're always there for you. From the Wallflowers is a weekly podcast about Hong Kong-based mental health stories produced by myself, Jasmine Leung, and credits to him. When everyone has everyone, at least I know I have you. And I'm truly grateful for that.